Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Chris, uh, good afternoon. And I guess first question for you, Chris. What took so long? What was the holdup as far as filing this suit, getting the information to be able to do it. Great to be with you. It took three years of investigation, frankly. We had to litigate probably a half dozen uh, open records requests, uh, trying to get the records and files of the shooting itself, access to the video, still photography, the, uh, the shooting investigation surrounding Lieutenant Byrd. Uh, you got to lay a foundation. You have to gather facts. You have mm-hmm. to put together documentation, and that allows you to be in a position to do some analysis and then make the claims that we have on behalf of Aaron Babbitt, who is the surviving widower of uh, Ashley. So what is the main claim? Where, What area of this does that come down in? Well, it's a wrongful shooting. I mean, fundamentally, that's what it boils down to. Bird violated every police procedure known to man with respect to handling this firearm and what he did to shoot and kill Ashley on that day. But there's additional claims concerning negligence, assault, battery. Um, the fact that, uh, you know, the, the Capitol Police, given the track record, and this is another important fact, we've uncovered Byrd's track record, his history with regard to firearms. It's dismal. Number one, he couldn't qualify with his weapon. He couldn't go out go to the range and hit the target enough times to even be able to lawfully carry a weapon. That's strike one. Strike two, he left his sidearm, a Glock 22, he left it in a men's room at the Capitol Visitor Center and walked away. Uh, And then on the third occasion, it's documented that when some juveniles attempted to steal his personal vehicle, he shot at the vehicle and at at the juveniles doing it. And again, missed and struck houses in a, in a suburban area. So this guy's got an incredibly reckless, negligent uh, track record before Ashley Babbitt and anything else ever happened on January 6th. And they put this guy in charge. He was in a leadership position. And, uh, you know, we find out that even after he shot Ashley Babbitt, he made a false radio call claiming that there were multiple shots fired, making it sound as though he was under attack. So, you know, people need to go to judicialwatch.org. They need to read the complaint for themselves. You're going to find information, facts there, 
that has not gotten very much, if any, publicity before. And you'll get an understanding of what was really going on January 6th. There was only one homicide that day, and that was Ashley Babbitt. Uh, Chris, too, uh, do you contend, or I read it somewhere, that he could have hit the Capitol Police, who I guess were on the other side or around Ashley yeah. Babbitt? Absolutely, because you got to, I mean, folks have probably have seen the video, but it's been now three years. But on both sides, look, there's this sort of glass uh, partition with a couple of window panes and a doorway in it. It's a, it's not a wall. It's just like a, a dividing area between two portions of a, of a reception area. The glass on one side was knocked out, and that's what Ashley, all five foot three, hundred pounds. She's a small woman. She was kind of propped up in that little windowsill area. That's a, the place where uh, Bird shot and killed her. But around her, on both sides of that glass partition area were Capitol Police officers and other law enforcement, both uniformed and plain clothes. So when Byrd discharged his weapon, it's bad enough that he killed Babbitt, but like two feet next to her were other law enforcement mm-hmm. officers mm-hmm. who could have easily been shot, wounded in some way, harmed. And, and that just goes to show you the reckless, really uh, negligent, dangerous conduct of Bird. Bird, in, in, in an interview with the NBC News, he had some powder puff kind of, you know, kid gloves treatment by NBC. And I think he spontaneously said in that interview, I didn't even know what I was shooting at, or I didn't even see who I was shooting at, which, which again, goes to his state of mind and what he was doing that day. Yeah, that's a quote that I saw over the weekend, Chris, that jumped out. I didn't even know who I was shooting at. That's right. Right. That, that's that, that is pretty craziness. That is and, and I think the bottom line for listeners, too, in addition to you're going for the estate, et cetera, it's more precise, is that uh, we've never had a full accounting of this. I mean, this has Correct. been handled differently, at least if that were the case in a court of law said it, there'd be one thing. And we know why a full accounting of this stuff is so hard to get at, because coming out of what you're doing now will come other factors that we can only guess at about that day. Correct. It, it, and the, the, the investigation of Bird's shooting was glossed over and whitewashed from A to Z. In any other circumstance, I don't care if it's a municipal police officer, county sheriff, federal guy, whatever it is, when there's a shooting that results in the death, there's police procedure that's followed. You get an outside impartial law enforcement expert. They do interviews. They take evidence. There's an evaluation made. To, to make sure that the shooting itself was justified or was a you know, righteous shooting, that it was a lawful taking of life. That was not done. What was done was a joke. It was a pathetic, you know, glossed over, quick job, unlike any other investigation of any police shooting anywhere else in the country ever. And then they gave the guy a medal for valor, and then they promoted them to captain. Yeah, remarkable. Uh, Chris, while you're here, um, Director of Investigations and Research at uh, Judicial Watch, uh, what has Judicial Watch, we haven't talked in a while, been able to start on or uncover around January 6th in general, because it's more prominent than ever, in addition to this Ashley Babbitt suit? What else have you guys been looking at? We have been suing, like like I said, for the last three years to get records and documentation. So, 
A lot of it has to do with the Babbitt shooting itself. But more broadly, access to both still and video uh, imagery that's out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been in federal court. We've used every lawful measure imaginable to apply pressure to force the release of all underlined, all the video that's out there. First, we had Pelosi fighting us. She wouldn't release it, obviously. Frankly, then we had McCarthy objecting to us releasing, going into federal court and arguing against us that the records shouldn't be released to the public. We think everything should be released to everybody. I think Johnson's made some good progress. I think there's still more to come. Uh, but, you know, even going back to the Babbitt shooting, you know, the, the, the initial reporting around the shooting, the photographs and documentation of uh, Bird, his hands, the weapon, all this sort of detailed forensic stuff, that's all the things that we obtained. Um, we've gone after emails about what, who knew what when, the Park Police, the Capitol Police, DOD, other federal law enforcement, the reporting that they had. So, you know, this is multiple lawsuits across, you know, three years. And everything we get, we put up on our website, judicialwatch.org. And I think if folks go and they read the, they read the complaint uh, filed on behalf of Ashley Babbitt, there's stuff linked within that that you can click on and you can see the underlying reporting and documentation. I think people will find it very interesting. Absolutely, as always. Hey, Chris, thank you uh, very much. As this continues, just let us know. We'd love to have you back, as always. It was great. Thanks very much. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.